0: Hi, and welcome to the Kaplan Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag. And with me today, some very special guests, Engineer Russ Smith and Administrative Specialist Denise Krizzo. And um, so we have some challenges with our two guests today. Uh, Russ has been on the podcast a number of times, and he likes to tap the table. So uh, we're going to have to remind <laughs> him not to do that. And Denise is a mover. She likes to dance around a lot. But <laughs> but what we're going to talk about today is the one time where she wasn't moving as much. Uh, I think it's an important topic. <laughs> so, uh, and one of the messages we, we really want to get across to the community here is the importance of early CPR, community CPR, and placement of AEDs. Uh, AEDs are vitally important. You see them in a lot of commercial structures today. I think there's other programs that we can look at and discuss that may be appropriate for our community, um, but but absolutely vital um, And those Precious moments after someone goes into cardiac arrest. Would you agree? I, I absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I think Denise agrees a lot. So, um, <laughs> on December third, firefighter angel uh, program was wrapping presents at uh, the our warehouse and the Cardi Campus, and you were both there volunteering as you do quite often. Um, and just that, so happens. That was it,
1: my first volunteer. That was
0: your first volunteer. That <laughs> she's, was, she's honest. I mean, it was <laughs> timing is everything. Timing <clears throat> and location, location is everything. Yeah. And so um, walk us through that day, walk us through your morning, walk us through the decisions that led you to be in that place. And uh, that moment.
1: You want me to go first? Do you want to go first? That, um, I had promised for many months that I would go and volunteer. And the two days before I broke my iWatch and didn't do anything about it on Saturday. So Sunday, about literally not even two hours before the um, the gift wrapping, um, I we decided to go look for my husband, and I decided to go look for a watch for me. And I couldn't find what I wanted Two stores. So I had this decision to make. I'm looking at my, my, not my watch. I'm looking at my phone. Do I go and do the volunteer? Do I, I really want my watch. (laughs) And there was a whole, a whole thing with, and I, no, I promised I'm, I'll go volunteer. So I had my husband drop me off and I'll, and so I'll, and we'll run around after. So that's how I ended up there. And it was kind of like, well, Okay, I'll just I'll do this. I mean, that's what is, I should do. It
0: is an Apple Watch.
1: It is an Apple Watch, and I did miss it for the day that I didn't have it. So yeah, but I thought no, this it's better to do this. Yes, and so that's the decision. And
2: so what I got, what you said is that volunteering is a good thing.
1: It is. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah life. It um, is. It's it very did. good. It's good to be selfless. Actually, that was the big thing I took out of it later. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about for a couple months now is really when it comes down to it is being a little more, a little more selfless, right? A little less consumer.
0: <laughs> so to get to the punchline, on part of this. So everyone understands why you're sharing your stories is because Denise, you went into cardiac arrest that day. Rush, you were a paramedic that was there mm-hmm. Um and go
2: from there. You're, you're in the right place the right time, but what yeah. did your morning look <clears throat> like? You know, it was actually very similar. I had just gotten off shift, so I was tired. Uh, I believe I was running calls all night. So when I came home, I was almost kind of hoping, much the same, that, you know, <laughs> I, my wife had been asking, hey, and telling me we are gift wrapping on this date. Make sure we're signed up for it. Um, she volunteers with the Firefighter Angel. She does right. the angel stuff. She looks forward to it. And you don't tell Mandy no. And I don't tell my wife, yeah, that's right. No. You have to learn that. Married 20 years, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get home, and uh, I'm kind of hoping that she's not going to mention it. Uh, she's been asking. You got us on the list, right? Well, I control the list for the sign-up, so I figured yeah, if she asks the last minute, I'll just add us to it. So I, she, I get home and she asks me, "Hey, we're going, right?" And I, "Yep, we're going." Did you add us to the list? Well, no, but I will right now. I go to the list and it's full. <clears throat> so I just add a couple more spots, a no big deal, and we'll show up. So we get the kids ready. We, we head into the firefighter angel and Tammy, who does an awesome job with the firefighter angel, the reason she's able to do an awesome job with it is because she's very detail oriented, very stringent. So retentive, that's a good word for it. Yeah. (laughs) So when we got there, we were not Mm -hmm. in her plan and, uh, we were two extra people that she was not accounting for and kind of was surprised. Russ, why are you guys here? What's going on? And I said, Hey, uh, we're here to help. Um, and uh, to her, it kind of threw her off, right? And I said, "Don't worry about it. We added a couple spots to the list. That's what you get for giving me control of the sign up." And right, and we're here. We're gonna help, and we'll fit in wherever yep. we can. <clears throat> So that, that kind of went uh, – we started rapping, having a good time. We were sitting there with Sharla and Travis. And I was moving totes around all right. morning, so I was used to people calling my name like, hey, Russ, can you help with this? Can you help with that? Uh, and that's how this whole event kind of started. Uh, we were sitting – Travis and I were sitting right. across from each other. And that's Captain Travis Smith, also a paramedic. Yep. Trav- and his wife, Sharla, who's a nurse. Correct. And uh, all of a sudden, joking back and forth, I'll, I hear someone say, hey, Travis, Hey, Russ. And I thought it was to get up and move a toe. So I kind of got up real slow and started walking toward where the voice was coming from. And I heard somebody say, I think she's stroking out. And firefighters, we have a weird sense and of And that humor. would be having a stroke? Yeah, I didn't take it that way. I uh-huh. thought it was more of a joke, like right.
0: amongst friends or something. <laughs> well, it Maybe like Tammy is stroking out because you showed up and threw her world off.
2: That's along the lines right. of what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> But I come around the corner and I see Denise uh, hunched over, forward, and appears to be unconscious. So initially I was thinking, well, maybe she's legitimately having a stroke. Cami Hubler, who's one of our new firefighters. Yep. Brand new recruit. Yep. Uh, she
1: hadn't graduated yet. No,
2: she was still in the recruit <laughs> academy. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So she came running, running over and, and uh, get, had first contact with you. Um, and basically from there, we so I, I want to preface it I this. I don't know
1: what happened after that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is the first time we've seen each other since the event. So this yeah. is also kind of unique and special for us. Um, we had a plan. They didn't act on the
0: plan. The plan was her first day back, we wanted to ask you to come in. <laughs> and we we're going to put a chair behind her just as a joke. Because we know she has a great sense of humor.
1: I do.
2: <laughs> I'm really glad. I was worried about doing this. Coming in, <laughs> thinking,
1: yeah. no, "Are you I'm sure good. she wants
2: to do this?" But you do have a great sense of humor. Um, so, in any case, Cammie and I took her to the floor, and I realized it was not a stroke. Um, you had what we call agonal respirations.
1: I was a butterfly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the butterfly sound. Is that? <laughs> I'm
2: glad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad he didn't fly away that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Wait wait can I tell you my last two thoughts yes, though? Yes please do. yes. Okay so before <laughs> I put my head down on the table I knew I was going to black out cuz I like, I was having like this like fuzzy around and I go oh, I'm going to black out. I should have had lunch. I swear to you I was thinking I should have eaten I didn't eat enough breakfast mm-hmm. and I didn't drink enough water. Those are my last two thoughts before I blacked out. Wow. <laughs> no pain no nothing. That's that's I think that's what after watching my husband have his heart attack and mm-hmm. a lot of pain, right. I had nothing. I w- Mine was like, oh, I'm just going to pass out now. And that was it. And so that's, that's, a a, that's the thing. Our audience, yeah.
2: the viewers out there watching, right. um, especially that when I went through medic school, that was a big takeaway was females don't present with the same symptoms that males do, where males right. typically have the crushing chest pain, the Levine sign, Um the females don't typically present with that right. and they may not have any symptoms at all. Um, so that's, yeah, that's very yeah. in line with. That's why when I, when I woke arrest. up, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, and
1: when I did come back, I know I'm skipping ahead a little and I looked at him and he told me, I really thought, get ready for the beat button. I really thought he was bull. I, I did not know anything had happened. I thought I just passed out and how embarrassing. <laughs> right, that's what I was embarrassed about that's yeah. about
0: the look you had too I
1: know yeah. I was, So,
0: well didn't she say um, I'm going home I'm just going to go home
2: yeah so there was a period where she was <laughs> <laughs> kind of confused and not really you know, certain what had occurred
1: <clears throat> oh yeah I'll just we go home we took her
2: to the floor and uh, obviously realized that she did right. not have a pulse so started compressions right away I was kind of in disbelief at that moment to be honest because behind me were all of The wives, kids of our firefighters. Yeah. And so at that moment in time, I was thinking, we really need to get everybody out of here because typically the outcomes- Not good. Are not good. Right. Yeah. Um, Despite our efforts. Right. And I think what made the biggest difference here was the fact that one, it was recognized immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, Compressions were started- Immediately. immediately. Um, And-
1: the AED, I I mean, that that's the one thing is you could have been doing compressions for hours and it would not have helped me would have other that. than nope, keep my right. blood flowing. But I needed this shock yep. to get back into, you know, a rhythm. Yeah, so that, that's important.
2: enough for you. Yeah. We had a monitor there. Right. Um, had
1: several, right? Isn't that the warehouse? Yeah. Isn't there yeah. a lot of them? It's <laughs> at the warehouse. So
0: there's a lot of medical equipment. There's uh, other narcotic medications. um, ACLS drugs, all the things that you would need right. immediately available, right
2: there, yep. right.
1: Yeah, um, location, location, location.
2: Cammy, she got on the phone. I said, "Well, that was the other thought that I had." And for those that haven't been through CPR, or first aid, uh, those courses, um, they teach you activate the nine one one system, right? And that was one of the first questions that I asked. It is anyone called nine one one? And in fact, nobody had. So Cammy put her phone at her knee and called nine one one. Called her dispatch. So we got that. I was out.
1: I sorry, I couldn't dial nine one one for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And then uh, Travis had gone to get the monitor, so he so we at least had that piece of equipment. Right. Um, Charlotte was sitting across from me. uh, Who was the nurse? And uh, yeah, started compressions. The monitor was there within very quickly, within a minute, I would say. We threw pads on you, and uh, recognized the rhythm. Uh, You're in course V fib, and. Shocked you and started compressions just like you're supposed to, uh, right after shocking you, and uh,
1: then I opened to my, my surprise, eyes.
2: you opened your eyes yeah. <laughs> and started talking to me. Uh,
1: well, I was I was slow to talk, but I was able to do that pretty quickly.
2: So. Yeah, that, and to be honest, that's the quickest I've ever seen somebody recover from cardiac arrest.
1: I'm a talker. Anyone, anyone <laughs> yeah. in my family will tell you she was quiet for three minutes.
0: I've I've never seen that. I've never been there and, and worked a cardiac arrest and had somebody come back that quick. Um, had a couple of saves in my career, but never anything like that. Talk about so called nine one one. They know it's one of our folks at the training center. Um, they dispatch a unit.
2: Where was fifty at at that moment? Engine so 50. that was, there were a lot of events that transpired that a matter of happenstance I would say I mean just between your story that you just told me I found that part out today Yeah. Um, my story for the morning and then also when we called on mm-hmm. 150 was on a move up on their way to Dewey from what I understand and they were right. just they a few were miles close. from the training yeah. center so they arrived right after we yeah. had pulses back and uh, so from there uh, we established IV access and got you going um,
1: well and I gave Chief Rose when I came up the first thing I remember Chief Rose was standing kind of there. You were here. <laughs> and Chief Rose goes, What's your husband's name? So I tell him, and then what's his phone number? So he called. So he called my husband, took three calls. The first time he's like, spam. <laughs> the second time he's like, Okay. The third time, oh, this guy is persistent. Whoever he is, hello, and then he found out it was me. And yeah. and he's the one, he's the one that has health things, right? And I'm always the healthy one, so that's why he's like, "What? What happened to her?" So he didn't really fully believe it either. Uh, to be home honest, home.
2: I, I had to look at the strip again. And is this really what happened? And <laughs> because you came, like you said, you she you came back so fast, and not only that, but you were totally coherent. Where you know a lot of times we'll yeah, get <laughs> pulses back, but they're not coherent for quite some time after the fact. But for you. Uh, you know, I asked you who you were and you told me and then I said, your, again, your I thought chest- you were
1: kidding. I'm yeah. like, why is he doing this?
2: <laughs> I said something along the lines, I think your chest might be a little bit sore. We, we started compressions on you. I had to shock you. And you were you were almost back in shock again in disbelief.
1: I did not feel the compressions. I was out enough that I didn't feel the compressions. I did not feel the shock. Um, I think that happened on Sunday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I was at the hospital. And I woke up probably at like three or four in the morning, and I woke up with a jolt. I had, I think, I had that was the memory that right. my brain's like, oh, by the way, this happened. <laughs> um, and I woke up. I've only had the one, but it wasn't painful. Right. But I, I did wake up with my arms out and my my legs going out like a like a shock, like a right? yeah, like a shock. Wow. But it didn't hurt. But that was, I think, that was my my brain saying, okay, this happened, and let's not do it again.
0: Yeah. So I mean, technically, at the time, you were. Clinically dead, so yeah, you wouldn't what, feel yeah. those things in yeah. the moment. Uh, but later, unfortunately, Russ, you did such a great job with compressions. You didn't actually break any nothing, ribs.
1: Nothing was broken, <laughs> <laughs> which I heard. You should have broke something,
2: but there was a crunch. But I'm not really sure. <laughs>
1: well, I do crack like a little Christmas. bit. I, I crack a little bit. You did not break anything. They they checked. There was no breaking. Oh, good. It wasn't until the doctor actually, you know, used a saw to break me open later, like a week later. Yeah. But other than that, I was good. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So
0: just real quick, because we're on the topic of that quick shock and back. Um, Denise, your coworkers, I believe it was Teresa, had a special shirt made for you. Can you... Tell the viewers and the people on, on <laughs> air what it says.
1: <laughs> and I'm back.
0: <laughs> so for those who are listening on one of the podcast platforms, it says and, and then there's uh, V-Fib, yes. and then a heart, and yes. then a normal sinus rhythm, and that's where it says I'm back. It is perfect, Teresa. Well done. Well done. I think there are more memes to come
1: I, over time. I have quite a few, and I love yeah. them all. Absolutely. I do love them all.
0: So, so, uh, Captain Jim Bushman rode with you to the hospital twice. So talk about
1: that. Um, well, they made me go to the hospital. Um, go figure. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're going to take you (laughs) to the hospital. And I, okay. Uh, so yeah, um, I had, um, he accompanied me to the hospital. Um, and they actually hung out for a little bit while they, while I got situated there. And then I did need to be transferred down to, um, uh, Un, uh, Banner University down right. in Phoenix. And I needed a ride down there, and he actually escorted me there There also.
0: so Absolutely, and I think it was in one of our rescues it that's was. being leased by priority. So it was under our under the CON for priority. We yes. were good to take the transfer.
1: Yes, the um, priority driver did a fantastic job.
0: <laughs> and uh, one thing I would like to point out with Chief Rose again after he did talk to Mel, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, did he go pick Mel up? And take him to the hospital, or did he just meet him there? I can't I, remember.
1: I would. You mean
0: you wouldn't remember?
1: I. You mean up here? Uh, yeah, up mm, here. I. I don't know.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Cody went directly. There was a there.
1: little bit of time there. I don't know about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I pro- he probably I think Mel did drive there because it was, it's like ten minutes from our house, right?
0: Yeah, just down the street. And so. Cody would have been coming from uh, Carta. Yeah. Yeah. So. You did your thing, Russ. Now, I, I want to point out, because your husband said this at the hospital, and I thought it was perfect, and I've used it several times. <laughs> um, he said, most people see Jesus when this happens to them. Mm-hmm. Denise saw Russ. I did. No correlation.
1: <laughs>
0: we're not comparing Russ to Jesus. However, uh, I would prefer to see Russ. I love Jesus. Don't get me wrong. Very happy <laughs> with him. Uh
1: I would have been but confused either way, to tell Russ, you the truth. <laughs>
0: seeing Russ means that I'm still alive. Yeah. yeah. So I would much prefer to see Russ. And not long <laughs> after that, I mean, what was it, a week later, you saved three people in one date, you and your crew? What? Yeah, my yeah. crew, we had, I yeah,
1: heard we about had several that.
2: <laughs> pretty significant calls in a short period of time there. And uh, yeah, that whole month was, was a little rough. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I have a problem, Russ is a medic that I would love to see. Uh, well, and on the, on the note of significant calls, uh, I've run my fair share of cardiac arrest more than I can count, uh, far more. It's a pretty regular thing. In fact, we just had one the other morning. Um, the outcome that you had is is atypical. Yes, um, very rare. And the only thing, because uh, I, I have thought a lot about. I'm
1: young. That's why. It's because I I'm have youth. That's yeah. the
2: biggest part. <laughs> yeah. And you're healthy. I mean, you're um, a healthy, active yeah. person. Yeah. And that does help. Um I've thought a lot about what had occurred, and I'm of all the cardiac arrests I've run out very thankful that this one turned out that way, right? Because obviously we had all the families, right? Yes, yeah. and everybody witnessing what was transpiring. But the takeaway that I have from this event specifically was the other codes that we run, by the time we get to someone's house, there are minutes that have transpired. Mm-hmm um or to to the event right by the time we get an iv minutes have transpired the meds on board you know it there's too much time in between right um so so it was the quick recognition Mm -hmm. you know by those around you that day that uh attributed the, the outcome but also like you're alluding to with the AEDs, the fact that compressions were started right away, the AED, that's the only thing I contribute your success to by comparison. Right. Because I've had other cardiac arrests where we've gotten pulses back, they get to the hospital. Sometimes they get discharged, sometimes right. they don't. Um, but I've never once had one like this where you were talking with Right away. Yeah. Right away, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Well, and in our case, you actually used one of our 12-lead monitors, Yes. Right. Um, so we use that here, but in the field, um, not in the field, but if you're out in the community and you're at a place where someone goes into sudden cardiac arrest and they do have an AED, it provides the exact same shock that our 12 lead EKGs do. And so, again, we can't overstate the importance of, one, community CPR, which includes knowing how to operate an AED Mm -hmm. and being conscious of where they are if someone goes into cardiac arrest when you're out in the community, because those precious seconds are what really counted in your situation, right? So if somebody goes into cardiac arrest at Finlay Toyota Center, it's going to take our crew five, six minutes to get there um, from the time the 911 call is made. Right. Right. Those precious minutes, the The, outcome could have been very different for you. So if someone there witnesses someone going cardiac arrest in Finlay Toyota Center and they start CPR right away and somebody grabs an AED, you have a good chance or at least a better chance than waiting just for our crews to get there. Exactly. important to activate 911, but... You are a perfect example. And, you know, you were talking about being uh, shopping for your, your Apple Watch mm-hmm. that day. Had you missed the gift wrapping and you gone into cardiac arrest at Walmart or at Target. home, <laughs> Target, or, you know, if you were out on one of your hikes or kayaking, the outcome yeah. would have been very different. So the that's why I thought it was, it was nice for you to share all the different yeah. things that led up to you all being in the same place at the same time time
1: and i had i do the the moonlight or the full moon kayaking on watson okay and i think what i want to say it was in october maybe i don't remember their last one was october or november out on the lake in my little kayak and it was windy and there was waves there's wakes and i i didn't have like i said no symptoms no nothing i am very active i didn't and in my head, I keep thinking I was on the water just a month and a half before that. I, that could have happened on the water, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it, you start thinking of all these things that could have happened, and where. So now I'm one of those people that I walk into a store and I go, "Where's the bathroom? And where's the AED?" I look for signs right. now, just because. That's a really and that's yeah. a
2: really good takeaway too, because for <clears throat> for just the general public out there, um, what I'd like to impress out of this out of, out of today is. You know, we had Captain Smith there, myself there, Cammie Hubler. We all work very well together as a team. And my wife even commented about that. She said it was crazy to see how quickly we went from laughing and joking to work mode and taking care of someone. And the general public, what I would like to impress, if nothing else, is don't be afraid to act. Those AEDs that are on the wall, um, anyone can use those. They cannot hurt someone. They recognize the rhythm. And they will only shock if the rhythm is a shockable rhythm.
1: And they tell you when to start CPR again. And they give you a rhythm. Like you don't they're almost no brainers. If you have that in your possession, you're you don't have to really think. You know, you have something that is talking you, coaching you through the event, really. I mean Absolutely. Because I have the training. I took our training cause we offer training monthly. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes, we do. So was that before or after?
1: Um, I've actually, I had it, I'm trying to think. I'm, I think I had it in last April, I think, but I've had it for years and years. So I've, I always renew. So,
0: you know, it's interesting because when we first implemented the um, the policy where everyone in admin had to learn CPR, community CPR, right? There was some question about why do I need to know that? And it's, well, we're, we're basically the fire department only in administration. Sometimes people stop here, but think about had you gone into cardiac arrest at administration surrounded by teams of people who have been trained to use it. Now, after that incident, they were all like, Oh my God, we need to go through this again. (laughs) Um, We've done Good reminder. <laughs> this. And, and here's something that a lot of people don't think about when you're doing AED training, right? Um, so you do the training, the AED sitting right there with you, you're working with and all of that. But Suzanne and Kathy had said, we've never actually had to take it from where it, it it's home. Never had to open the door, get it out. Yeah. And so that's something that I think we need to incorporate going forward in the CPR classes that we do is, Hey, here's the cabinet that you're going to find the AED in. Here's how you actually remove it from there. Because people think, I know some of you out there are probably thinking, well, duh, just open the door. Yeah. Right. But when you're in that flight or fight mode, sometimes the simplest tasks become almost impossible. Right. So the more repetition and practice you have in opening that up and pulling the AED out and even without the class, just in between, pull it out. Refamiliarize yourself with it, and then put it back.
1: all the I, I was a Girl Scout leader a million years ago. So I had to be certified uh, mm-hmm. with CPR. And I always concentrated on the CPR. I never I was like that ain't, I don't know about that machine. Eh. And then I have learned since I've learned more about it, i the machine is it just does so much for you. and And you were talking about the fight or flight, um probably the first three days I was in the hospital. I kept in my head anytime Mm -hmm. I, I, it was, and I still don't know why I was doing it, but right before I would go to sleep, I would go, somebody just went down, call 911. I mean, I was going through all the steps (laughs) and I kept doing, I did it for about three or four days. I kept doing it. I go, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I think I was trying to get back some of the control because, you know, right. I was sleeping right. while you were doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> yes, you were yeah. trying. To I said sleeping. It. I was dead. I was mostly dead.
0: Mostly dead. <laughs>
1: I watched Princess Bride this right. weekend. So,
0: well, uh, Denise, walk us through um, the hospital and ultimately you getting out of the hospital. Um, you know, what was that like? Because they were trying to figure out why did this happen?
1: Yeah. um, So I, um, I was born defective. Um, (laughs) I had a heart murmur when I was born Um, and it's just never been a problem Mm -hmm. ever. And apparently at some point it became a problem. And that's why I didn't, I never thought about when they were telling me about my, uh, it was my mitral valve right? and they were telling me about it. I was like, I don't even know what that is. They had to draw pictures for me on the on the board, and um, I went when I went to the hospital right away up here in um, Prescott. Uh, the cardiac uh, doctor that was on, she, Excuse me. she lectured me <laughs> very, very good doctor. Um, but she lectured me, she said, You have a problem with your valve, you need to get it fixed. And she sent me down south okay. to, um, to Banner University Hospital. And um, they got there and they did a bunch of tests. And they still I was telling you earlier, I had conflicting, like the V-fibs from your valve, and then another one has nothing to do with your valve. So I don't know how they relate. Um, I just know that mm-hmm. that led to them doing tests on me, which found the valve thing. And so to stop me, so you don't have to follow me around anymore. <laughs> um, I, ha- I do have a pacemaker defibrillator, right. so I can be zapped. Uh, it'll zap my, it'll zap me. Right. Um, and then I had that put in on the seventh, and then right before I was going home, uh, they did one more test. And they said, oh, by the way, we're going to give you open heart surgery. So I had that. I got to stay and had that done. And they fixed my valve. So and it's all my valve. They didn't put anything new in. So. Oh, nice. So it's all still original hardware. It's all original equipment. Factory. Yeah. Yeah, Factory. I I mean, I'm sorry. I do have new hardware, but the heart is factory. So
0: it's like a resto mod. A, what? a resto mod with a car—you mm-hmm. taken uh, a vehicle that doesn't have the modern equipment on it, a classic car, and you add the modern equipment to it. Classic. And you make it—you uh, <laughs> you make it drive and I handle and, and perform <laughs> like a brand new car.
1: <clears throat> Yeah. And, and, um, and yes, it is working well. My heart is, is good.
0: Hey, and I had a good think very quickly there. That was, that was good. That was (laughs) really good. (laughs) How am I going to explain this? I I put it out there. I can't take it back. I
1: am more physically fit now, so I could probably take it. So
0: So, uh, are you cleared to drive yet?
1: I got to sit in the front seat on Friday. I'm very excited because uh, because they cracked my chest open, um, right. I couldn't sit where an airbag was because, you know, if it went off, it would crack me open again. Which would uh, be bad. Yeah. I'm about 90% now, okay. but I don't have any pain really. Um, and, and I, I drove to work Monday and today.
0: <laughs> so oh, excited. Yeah. Which, which you're pretty excited about because your chauffeur.
1: Yes. Um,
0: yeah. It doesn't drive quite like you do.
1: I know. No. No, he's, he's a very, very good driver, very conservative speed limits and all that.
0: Former law enforcement. Yeah. So we expect. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I think going forward, when we have CPR classes at work, whether it's for our staff or, um, if you happen to be around and we're, we're providing a community CPR class, you know, people from the community, you say, why do this? And we just go, Denise.
1: Because?
0: <laughs> because Denise. I'm back. <laughs> She's back. So any other thoughts that you have to drive home the point of AED's CPR or just the the relationship here? First time you got to see her since the incident uh, back in December. And we're in late February at this point.
1: Yeah. So Well, thoughts? now I did put your engine on the Christmas card two years ago. That was you. That was me. Oh she did. Okay. That was me. So I'm like, okay, so we're even now, right? Yeah. We're completely even. (laughs) There we go. See, because... It's all set. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Um, The biggest thing, my biggest takeaway, like I said earlier, AED is... It's a game changer. Right. You know, it's really important. It's important for everyone around you to know how to do it. Um, You can't rely... Although we have good response times... Mm -hmm. It could take too long for someone to get there. You know, you you have to have someone who. I was going to ask you who put in my line.
2: I did.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. It lasted longer than the one that they put in the in the ER. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, up in Prescott, and they put some really heavy duty drugs. Um, I had the one you put in, yeah, and then I had uh, the one they did at the hospital, and they put they had to keep switching mm-hmm. drugs. And this one lasted two days longer oh, than. Right and and actually they <laughs> you yeah and they when they took it out they said oh <clears> this is still really good but we do need to change one they wanted to give me a new vein
2: oh but, okay
1: but so good good on you right yeah. <laughs> well good done job. Russ yeah I mean it was good with the heart thing too but you know the the, <laughs> the IV, IV was great just the IV was just awesome. sitting
2: here talking to me it's it's pretty awesome to see that you're healthy and you're happy and
1: I'm just glad you weren't and you know you weren't bull- me. that was what
2: <laughs> no, that's yeah. really what happened, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, okay.
0: Well, and and actually, so we, you say we do have security <laughs> camera footage of it that we're not sharing with anyone, yeah, um, but not was, even
1: me, huh?
0: It was uh, no, you could see it if you oh, want I can't, to. okay, um, yeah.
1: uh,
0: but we're, we're not adding it to the YouTube channel or <laughs> no, anything, no, no, um, but it apparently we all of it was captured on film, uh, which is pretty interesting, and, oh. and clearly, we want to thank everybody that was there that day, that'll be part of uh, your review. yeah captain smith uh firefighter Hubler, um charlotte everybody that was there chief rose for whatever he did he's a he's a chief officer
2: now we don't really do much but i think the big takeaways for me chief are just we do run on cardiac arrest pretty frequently and a lot of the times um we'll get there and the families have not started compressions um there hasn't been any intervention to the point right. we got there, and so for me, what I like I said before is just don't be afraid to act. Yes. Um, if you, if nothing else, you can start, you know, recognize that they don't have a pulse, start compressions, and if that's all you do, that's better than nothing. Right. Um, if you can find an AED, obviously throw the pads on. It's not that hard. Follow the prompts. They're very easy to use. They will not hurt you. They'll only help you. Um,
1: and really, they're already. I don't want to be morbid, but they're already dead. So you're helping them. Yes. Right. You know, I <laughs> yes. mean, I, I, I kid about that. And I, I have asked many people, was I really dead? And the answer I get from everybody is, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you
1: were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's better to act. You
2: know? Definitely. Um, that's the only thing I can attribute the success of this because um, our crews are out there and doing it on a regular youth. basis, and I think yes, their youth, the saves, the, yeah, yeah, and my youth, <laughs> the saves that they've had have probably been along the same lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't impress that uh, enough um, amongst the people out there watching, just uh, to act quickly and uh, don't be afraid to act. Absolutely. And if you're <clears throat> if you're
0: having chest pains, don't wait. To call nine one one, thinking it may go away. I know there's a lot of folks out there, and I've I run on them myself, or I have found them in the ER checking themselves in, and then they go into cardiac arrest at the desk, and I'm like, why? When they're come to again, why did you not call? Why did I, I didn't want to bother you, right? We yeah. we do get a lot of non urgent calls, but there's a there's a group of people out there who will be suffering a, a, a heart. Heart attack and decide I'm just going to drive myself in because I don't want to bother the firefighters and EMS crews out there. Please,
1: (laughs) I did (laughs) that at the the table. I didn't want I didn't want to bother anyone. I'll just put my head down. Yeah, you know. I mean, I I mean, think about. I mean, I probably maybe 45 seconds before that, maybe a minute before that, I could tell I was going to black out. Hmm. Should I have maybe asked for help? Probably. Yeah, Yeah. Probably. It probably would have been good.
0: Fortunately, he was just like across the aisle.
1: He was, yeah. From you.
0: Next yeah. table over. Yeah. Very close. Response times were fantastic.
1: Yeah, really good on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> really good. So I, I don't know if I told you this, but I walked in, uh, I think it was that Monday morning, and I uh, walked into admin, and the the new person <clears throat> had just started, new admin specialist. Yeah. And I'm like, we were so close to being fully staffed, and then Denise had to go and try to die on us. Yeah. <laughs> and and
1: the, yeah. And then I died. I keep and because yeah. I'm back now, and I'll say, well, when did when did that happen? Oh, that happened when you died. Oh, okay. So yeah. that that's basically.
0: I'm glad you good did. sense of humor. Yeah. Of course, they turn around to me that day, and they're like, too soon, chief. Too soon.
1: No. But never they never last. too soon. So, yeah.
0: Because at that point, they knew that yeah, you know, you were in in good hands at banner Mm -hmm. uh you had good care at yrmc before you went down you had captain bushman with you accompanying you on the trip down to banner again yeah um there's so many people within this organization that that want to say thank you to um but russ is the face you saw when you woke up delivered the shock (laughs) it's great to have you two back together i didn't realize that you hadn't
1: No, seen each other. Hi, I haven't bothered you.
0: No, you're not. (laughs) And he hasn't come by, admin. So, well, and Ross, I have pointed out to staff. I'm like, listen. So Denise now carries her own defibrillator with her. Mm -hmm. If she screams and her arms start flopping, you need to call (laughs) nine one one.
1: Yes, right away. Definitely, yeah.
0: So you know, we we have the information out there. We're continually educating, Um, and Denise is just a great example. It's so so glad that. That you made it, that you're back with us.
1: I, I like, I mean, people have told me I'm lucky. I I think that might have been a little bit of it, but mostly it was having good people around me. Yeah. I mean, I had excellent from the time I flopped, and that's what I call it, when Great. I flopped. When I flopped. Um, from it. the time I flopped, I just, right away, I just had really excellent care. So good job. Yeah.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, I think the other part of this, too, that that we want to point out is um, a healthy lifestyle. I mean, you're active. I eat a lot of sugar. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're still you're active. Um, yeah, you do a lot to keep moving and <clears throat> constant movement. I have have tried.
1: I know I'm probably flip-flopping around. I flutter like a butterfly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) But, you know, it's important to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Nobody's going to be perfect in their diet. um, But you you certainly are an example of somebody that is healthy. So this can happen to healthy people. Yeah. Um, But being healthy and, and timing and everything being where it was contributed to you being here today. Yeah. And I think and it's, important.
1: it's heart month. Right? So, um, yeah, so it's very, this is a good month to have that doctor's appointment, get your heart checked when you get to be a certain still youthful, but a certain age, you should right. have your heart checked, even if you're not having any, um, any symptoms, you know. Yeah, just, don't ignore
2: the signs that we run on patients pretty frequently. And I use yikes. my dad as an example. He's a logger and mm-hmm. um, very active and healthy. And, uh, you know, he, he was up a tree and topping a tree and, and felt some of the, the symptoms, but kind of disregarded it for a period of time and yeah. then went into the fire department. They didn't see anything. Right. Which is not... That's not uh, uncommon. Right. People walk in the station or run these calls and like, we're not seeing anything. You know, your blood pressure looks good. Your oxygen saturation looks good. The EKG and 12 lead, which is the electrical activity in right. your heart, that all looks good. But with that said, that doesn't mean there isn't something else going on because we're limited with the right. tools that we have. And so the way that I explain it is I say, you know, even my dad who... At face value, it didn't seem like anything was wrong. He had symptoms, and he was ignoring those symptoms for a period of time. He finally got into the hospital. They got checked his troponin levels, which were elevated. And found he was having a heart attack yeah. and ended up having to have a stent. So that's what I try to impress upon our patients. Don't wait, like you had said, yeah. you know, six hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, because at that point, the damage is done to the heart muscle. If you're feeling that chest pain, that's because your heart's not getting oxygen right. and your heart's a muscle like any other muscle in your body. So it's not getting oxygen. It's dying. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's what
1: my husband's right. heart attack was he actually had a full blockage he had the widow maker and the first paramedic that checked him we were we were out hiking um, we were on a trail and the first paramedic that checked him said and he was awake and talking mm-hmm. in a lot of pain um, but he said i know i don't think you're having a heart attack and so they took him to the hospital They put him on the – is it an echo or whatever? They looked at him and they went – and that's when the doctor realized that really big artery that runs across the front Mm -hmm. wasn't there because he had a full blockage. So they went in real quick, did a stint. So that was not what I had. I had a – my valve was prolapsed or something like that. So they fixed that. But um, completely different. That's why my – I that's why when you told me what happened, I was like – I didn't have pain. There was right? a, I've seen pain. I've seen a heart attack, you right. know, but it was different because it wasn't it wasn't a blockage. Yeah. It was V fib. Mm-hmm. Completely different animal.
0: Well, and, and as Russ said, there are there is a difference between the symptoms that a male patient will have and a female patient will have, um, but it's not always and it's not never. Right. Right. So just just be cognizant and and. Try to keep yourself healthy. Um, you know, put an AED in your car, carry it around. I don't know. Just, just be present. And if you if you haven't taken the community CPR, look it up on our website. We do offer monthly. CPR classes monthly at CAFMA, um, and you can visit cazfire.gov uh, to look up that information. I'd ask Kathy, but she doesn't have. A microphone today, so she's sitting over there quietly. Uh, And this is the first time that she's just kind of let this go. Normally she's like, shut up, shut it down. (laughs) Uh, Very forceful and mean.
1: I find that hard to believe.
0: I've been on the podcast before. It's true. Is it true? Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you both for coming in. Denise, thank you for being willing to share your story because I think it's important for people in the community to hear it um, and to see you and Russ connect again for the first time is, is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Right. This is, a, this is an
0: awesome. I'm happy to be here
1: and to yeah. not be dead. So, well,
0: and we're happy that you're not dead anymore, too. Yeah. So,
1: anymore. I like that. Not, yeah. I'm not dead anymore. Right. But did you but die? But did you die?
0: Yes. Um, and, and you're Yes. Actually, Bluetooth. yes. I did. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> yeah. did, but not, you know, for just a short time.
1: Yeah. It was and real then you short. got to see Russ. I did. I did.
2: So, I think there's only one way to With <clears throat> minimal
1: pain. Minimal yeah. pain. So,
2: I think there's only one way to end this. Let's give me a big old hug. It's oh, good okay. But to see healthy. <laughs>
1: Thank you for being
0: there.
2: I really appreciate it. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kathy said she has tissues over there.
1: I brought tissues, We're We're but good. I didn't cry. Yeah. See?
2: Me either. I'm, I'm... Are you puddling? Nope. <laughs> Let's end this. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, thank you both very much. Um, for everyone out there, please, if you haven't had a CPR class or you haven't had one in a while, please think about taking one because it does make a difference. So until next week, uh, be safe, be healthy. And we'll see you next Friday.